back. And we back. Alexis likes that. I do. She, I don't know I, why. She, she wants to go into a, to the course. What's Listen, after that? I don't know. Listen, you want to do Rihanna cocaine, so don't <gasps> judge me. <laughs> is this going to be a thing? It goddamn is. Because you told me I couldn't do no drugs with Rihanna. So, so you just going to call that against me? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Okay. That's fine. All right. So we are back this week. We um, had to go back to our original format. Yes, uh, yeah. I want to apologize to our listeners for not delivering on our word of having a video show, but we have something even better, because, you know, when one thing doesn't work out, God provides something better. One so, monkey don't stop, no show. No, no, no. So, we'll get into that in a second, but we have our future Dr. Davis, Sabrina Davis here. Yes. Yay! 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 <laughs> Look, she got <laughs> so she gonna be our guest all the way through this show today. Yes, she is. I'm so excited. And we also have other people here. We have our tech, and we have Bree. I don't know if I, we can say his name. Oh, Brian. <laughs> okay, he's here. So we have a house full. They're gonna be like Bree, Bree, all the time now. Uh, well, <laughs> every time they do a show, we hear Bree name. Well, uh, does <laughs> that's what you do with people you like. You be around them. Hence, why it's just us. Because <laughs> Well, let's get into things we care about. <laughs> yeah, so it's just us because we want to be around each other. And uh, all joking aside, you know, um, the whole purpose of the show that we were trying to to prove was that um, black women were able to fall out and able to forgive each other as we would forgive someone we love. Like a no good nigga. <laughs> so quick. Because we've been giving a bunch <laughs> of them. Over, over and over. And I was hoping we could, you know, apply that same towards uh, one another when things go wrong in friendships. And, you know, with the big group of women, sometimes people are closer to other people and, you know, things aren't handled appropriately in the friendship and people's feelings get hurt. So I was, you know, very ambitious about people being able to come together as grown women in our 30s now with different pr- perspectives on life, especially mm-hmm. over the last year, and talk about our differences, how we got there, and why we decided to get over them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people just... Don't want to talk about it. Or they just, you know, I mean, schedules. I mean, chill, and but... everybody's not to blame, but there's there's mm-hmm. enough blame to go around. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mainly, it wasn't, it didn't really have anything to do with a reason for not being here more so than not wanting to uh, stand up in your wrong mm-hmm. and apologize to people you claim you love. I think it's hard for people to be like, yeah, that was some fuck shit. I fucked up. I was on some fuck shit. I don't think people really want to see, you know. But how can you want to be a better friend <coughs> to someone? Because in essence, isn't that what you're going to do? Be a better friend than you were before? So how do you do that without apologizing? I don't know. I, I know that it's hard for me to... I know it's hard for me to be like, listen, I that was some fucked up shit I did. This was some fucked up shit. I don't know. Maybe people don't want to say that. Maybe people just be like, you know what? It is what it is. So people would rather pretend like it didn't happen at all. Is that is that how adults do things? That sounds like racism. <laughs> like when you tell white people, like they think that if they don't talk about racism, it's not racist. It's not racist at all. So they'll think that it go away. So by not talking about a situation, you'll think that oh, we good. It's just, you know, it never happened. Oh, we're friends. Let's go 
you know, get a blank or something. <laughs> and I mean, and a blank can solve a lot of problems, but <laughs> it, can, it can. But I, I think the whole purpose of weed and why it's shared is so you can have a conversation and you True. and there's a bond that is in between that. So I can't, you know, it'll be very hard to be passing blanks to people who you know, then fuck me over, but don't want to say that. I don't, now I don't trust your weed. I don't trust your rolling skills. You know, it's so many things in question, but whatever. So you can't expect a fellowship without something coming before that. I think my only thing is, um, we have to respect each other's, uh, time. Yeah. That's the one yeah. thing, you know, things happen, situations happen, you know, situations change. However, I think that way you handle things and how you respect people's time, especially when it's a lot of running around and having to put things together. Yeah. Only for it to just kind of crumble. That's the only thing for me, because at the end of the day, business is business. You're right. We wasn't going to, you know, restaurant to just talk and chit chat. You know, it was a business thing. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's the only thing. But what did you learn from all of this, Venetia? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I learned to uh, keep my expectations at the bare minimum for people. Mm -hmm. Even if you have faith that they can do better, you should want them to do better on their own time, Mm -hmm. in their own space. Mm -hmm. Just because I want something better for someone doesn't mean it it needs to be involved in something else I care about. Mm Because I've noticed though a pattern, things that I do care about never got the support from them. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them. And it, it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. But what I learned is to, I can't say love people from a distance. I don't even have to do all that. Nope. You got, you got something to say I about? I mean, like the thing with Dion said about expectations, like I think the thing that happens with we get disappointed from, you know, expectations that we expect people to do like, what we want them to do in the way that we expect them to do so or oh just because I did this I expect for them to do that right when it, you know that's a complete you know like reason to just get disappointed in the first place so mm-hmm. like, like you I set learned, yourself up yeah I learned a long time ago like not to have expectations of anyone because you will get disappointed like pointed all the time mm. I learned to have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that w- there was always a plan B, C, and D because, duh, human mm. error. Well, of course. But, I mean, I learned to listen to my friends, <laughs> my, my friends that care about me. Word. So, who's been telling me all this time, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, you know, lessons learned. Well, we, we were planning on having Sabrina on the show prior to this anyway, even in the planning of the podcast. She just happened to be on a little earlier. Right. So, you know, God always make room when Jesus a space. makes a way. <laughs> Jesus makes a way. Well, you know, moving on from that. Uh-huh. What's this month, Deon? This is, we're in May. This is Lupus Awareness Month. Lupus Awareness Month. Yes. And there are a few things that we need to know about lupus so we can be aware. Okay. Okay. So, so let us know because I don't actually know too, too much about lupus. Uh, we have a friend who she has lupus, mm-hmm. Shalanda. She's a fantastic mom. She's been living with lupus for quite some time and she's got a good control over it. And she just, you know, lives her life like li- literally a superhero. Because she is. Right. Because yes, she Lord. is. <laughs> so these are a few things that she's pointed out to me that she wanted to make sure we touched on okay. because it's important to her. And what's important to our friends is important to us. Right. Uh, 90% are women. So men can have lupus as well, but 90% affect women, mainly black women and Hispanic women. Mm. Right. So, but the the problem with that is it takes anywhere at least six years to be diagnosed. 
That's weird. That that is women of color. Yeah. And it's hard to detect. Right. And there's only one FDA approved drug for lupus. What? That's mind blowing. Right. But yeah. the FDA also let a lot of other shit slide. They weren't even approving medication for HIV and AIDS when it was needed back then. Oh, so yeah, girl. You, they still yeah. not really approving the cure because you know it's the cure. Yeah. <coughs> so <Magic> you, <coughs> Yeah. So basically, um, Nobody's doing enough. Mm-hmm. That's why May is Lupus Awareness Month. So you is know, that what t- Tony Braxton suffers from? Lupus? Yes, mm-hmm. she has lupus. Oh, yeah, she yeah. Does. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it is definitely, and it it atta- it um affects. What do you know if it affects what part of the body? It's the joints. It's the. I think it's pretty much everything. It's everything. Yeah, it's pretty much everything mm-hmm. from um what I've seen over the past couple of years with her and what she's shared with us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but like you said, joints and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we want to do what we can to keep a, a light on. And if you know someone who shows, like, symptoms and signs and they can't quite put a finger on it, you might want to suggest that they test for lupus. Right. It's best, I would suggest you test, if someone is, like, a woman's been sick for, like, three weeks. Right. And they can't find out. We knew a girl like that we went to church with, and her dad was just like, we don't know what's wrong with her. She's just in and out of the hospital. She weak. She did that. She just went from healthy to sick. And my mom was like, because of Shalonda, my mom was like, you might want to ask them to test her for lupus. Mm. So, you know, instead of y'all keep going through this, and you keep releasing her and she keep relapsing to another mystery. Right. Just test her for lupus. Right. And I think they did. I don't know how it ended up, though. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah that's Especially if it is attacking um, just a lot of black, black and brown women. women. Yeah. Yeah. Women, women of color. Right. Women of color. You definitely, We definitely need to read up on it. I need to go read up on it and be aware and just make sure I check for, you know, little signs, symptoms, and just ask a doctor. Yeah. To prevention be like, is key. Okay. Prevention, prevention is key. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of stuff, especially I think black women don't understand um, is to really be concerned about their health. Um for their own sake, because hey, a lot of doctors ain't really um, hearing us. Yes, so you. I have I have a black um, doctor. She's a family doctor. She's my cousin actually, and when I moved back to the states, I couldn't think of going to nobody else but her for my health because she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. She's close to my age, and she be up on top of everything. So when she figured I was going under my pressure, she was like, "I'm gonna prescribe you this. It's good for black women. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. I haven't had no problems. Right. And I think in the last way. 10 years, 11 years, that's one of the first times I really haven't had to switch. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely have both. But my general doctor is a black doctor yeah. and my gyno is a black doctor. Right. And she's a black female doctor. I need to make sure somebody was going to hear <laughs> yeah. me. Because yeah. I have a history of a, a family um, that have issues with their reproductive systems. Mm-hmm. My grandmother had a hysterectomy. My, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of family members um, who... bearing children it's just you gotta be careful yeah (laughs) and so I think my mom was the only person and I think she wanted it I think she wanted like I don't need this I had one kid you could (laughs) take it out if you like I don't need it no more and she wasn't that lucky apparently (laughs) but um I needed to make sure like when I became of that age Mm -hmm. and to that there was a doctor that was gonna make sure that I was gonna be okay because I don't Mm want to die on no table right trying to bring life into the world and we know how doctors treat black women especially yeah. in hospital because mm-hmm. they think we have a strong yeah. tolerance to pain I used to that's crazy in the hospital when i used to work back in the day uh-huh. you know in the registration so like a person will come in sign in and i'll go get the chart to a nurse or something that's in triage and i'll say oh this person they got like they said they have abdominal pain or chest pain oh there's nothing wrong with them 
like off the bat they'll say stuff like that. Oh no. Yeah, like it, it was pretty bad. So that's why I kind of chose the career path that I did. Yeah. Working at the hospital it was just like nah. And there there aren't enough black um, chiropractors out there. Not, not females. No, it's, it's less than one percent of black chiropractors worldwide. Wow, wow. that's yeah. crazy. That's could you have a franchise? You could. There's okay. mo- there's multiple doctors who have multiple practice in like the like multiple cities and yeah. multiple states like. You can pretty much do whatever with that then. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, we'll get more into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Strong little knowledge, little early. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, you know, read up on lupus. Go look, you know, and make sure that you guys are aware about it. Mm-hmm. And what do we do? We wear purple. We wear purple for lupus. Month. Yeah. Yes. At least, at least can you do it once a week? Right. At least once a week this month. I will. Right. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get something to put on my wrist. I have it on all day. Okay, so on to the next. On to the next. So I saw a meme on Instagram. I don't know if these these little news things are actually memes. So an article, I guess. Um, And this happened last month, apparently. And it said that Ice Cube claims that cable companies are trying to stop him from buying 21 TV stations. Mm -hmm. So apparently... Ice Cube and other people like um, Serena Williams, I think, was mentioned. Will Smith, I think, was also mentioned. Um, And Dr. Dre was mentioned. I think they were pulling their money together um, to make a $10 billion deal to buy 21 television stations. And apparently there is some issue going on with, like, companies like Charter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, stopping them from buying TV stations. How do you stop somebody from buying something with money? Ain't that what white people do? Don't they get money and buy shit? Ain't that what money for? Yeah. (laughs) Is it a family business? Am I missing something? (laughs) You know, they call it like the big three. I think it's Charter. Um, Who's the, what's the other? Is it Spectrum? Spectrum? Comcast. And there's like another one. It's like the. AT&T now? I don't remember. But it's like they're the ones that control most of the TV networks, stations. So that's why it's like all of them are grouped together. I see. It's not Bright House, is it? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Time Warner. But but did Charter, I thought Charter bought out Time Warner. They didn't? Oh, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I need to know. That should that should yeah. be yeah. But anyway. I mean, in, in light of the fact that they're trying to you know block out black people from you know showing more black people right, on TV, right? Because then it's like, so what's the problem? Like, what's the issue? And that makes you think: Were they just giving us a certain amount of black stuff and holding back something because you're afraid that everything's gonna be black now? I have no idea what is going on because I because it, it, it's like to me it's like what are you trying to control in the media? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to the news? Right, yeah. they want to control the news. Right, so you know because what happens if you get your own black news station? What would happen if you got your own black <laughs> news? Like, what would what? be the story? Somebody get. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a good black news story? I don't know, probably Church of the Week. <laughs> they have a Church of the Week. I'm sure they're going to have a food segment of just straight... So- no, people, house cooking. House yes. cooking. Yes. Teaching folks how to wash chicken. What, okay. <laughs> Teaching folks how to wash chicken. Bring back Jet Beauty of the Week. Yep, Jet Beauty, Beauty of the Week. week. Now yep. we got all these good babies that are out here just racking up scholarships Chips, and admissions. Yes. They're going to have them, you know, special announcements for the children. Just for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This going to be a music break at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like a music break, though. 
right. But so anyway, so he put in his bid. There's some issues going on with it. And so I think he's definitely feeling like these these white folks really trying to keep us yeah. out. Oh, so you thought money made you less black? Oh, no. They're going to keep <laughs> nah, telling you man. every next level. They're going to keep saying, okay, I'm going to just jump into this. It seems like every next level they keep reminding black people that they black. Absolutely. Uh, Beyonce, after homecoming, oh, then it's reported Ariana Grande got eight, eight million. four million more than she did. Right. Okay. And now and now Taylor Swift, Swift is... out here at the bill and people mm-hmm. out here defending the shit like, well Taylor's girl, shut the fuck up. Y'all know what this shit is. <laughs> exactly. It was in the it's a line in the song. Beyonce doesn't own bands for performance. It doesn't matter. She was the first black woman to headline Coachella. Right. Mm-hmm. And That's then sad. she used her platform to, to uplift HBCUs. HBCUs and show our greatness and our culture. Taylor so. Swift was doing four count steps. Let she me tell you. a pep rally. Yeah, First of all, that, that's what I think not only did y'all just not give us enough time to revel in how dope Beyonce just put on a whole HBCU performance in front of all you white motherfuckers. Ungrateful. But then you give you give us less than a week to revel in it, and then it's like real mayonnaise. Like, why did you <laughs> because, just give us mayonnaise? Because white people have the audacity. That's the thing. No, the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. The <laughs> white people be a they'll do something. Be like, how dare you? <laughs> they'll come over there and take the shit off your back. You like, bitch, that's my shirt. How dare you? I'm assaulted. <laughs> it's just a shirt. It's just bro. a shirt. They so they'll do shit and just to be like, but we can't do it. But as soon as black people do something white, what is it then? It's an issue. Honey, I was just, it was just, I didn't even see the performance, but I saw the way them white folks was moving on, on the clip on Instagram. First of all, I recognize, I went to a white high school. <laughs> I recognize that, that, that snare drum, sidestep, right. march. And, and then they were in pink, which did not help. Oh, and oh, she had on um, Beyonce's boot the for shimmer, her outfit. Yeah, the yeah. Shim- and it's like, you trying to do the stance. Like, first of all, let's, let us all not forget that whack ass remake she did of um, the Earth, Earth Wind and Fire, Fire song. song. Oh my I've been. Well, I don't know Taylor Swift from shit. Besides, Kanye interrupted her little moment, and Alexis. she bites off black folks, and all her shit is about boyfriends but breaking up with her. What got me about that is okay. You come back and you do this whole whack cello performance, or whatever. <laughs> But Beyonce was the one who gave you the opportunity to give your acceptance speech when Kanye cut you off. Okay. Okay. Because you don't care. Nobody cares like, about you, black women. Not even Beyonce, not apparently. Even, not, they don't even care about Beyonce, Yeah. Apparently. She won video of the year. And she took her moment to be like, when I was 19 years old, I had the opportunity to do acceptance speech. And so she brought Taylor and Taylor did her speech. And then years later, here you go. Doing some bullshit because they keep forgetting that we wet nurse them. They they keep forgetting. <laughs> they keep forgetting. I mean, that's it's what they always do. They take our backwards. shit and then be like, "Oh God, Elvis!" Mm-hmm. And then he was Everybody. out there fucking fourteen year olds too. That's y'all people. That's y'all folks. Get him. Y'all didn't do nothing. Y'all did nothing about it. No, he was the queen. He was the king of rock and roll. Yeah. Taking black music. And doing black dances. He's doing the butterfly wrong. That's what he was doing. All right. And died a pill here. And died a pill here. On the toilet. Oh, is that how he went? Yes, he went on the toilet. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Good on him. Listen, I'm not saying ill of the dead, but I'm sure Elvis did something he had no business doing out there. A lot of something. This. A lot of something. And I'm, I don't think it's a place in heaven for him. I don't. I don't either. I don't think it's a place in heaven for a lot of white folks. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I just said, do you think there's plantation, like, uh, overseers in heaven? Like, what if we get to heaven? <laughs> 
He said God took him. It's like people that enslave folks. <laughs> I mean, high question. <laughs> right. I mean, it's a real question because supposedly if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, so you're like strewed. think of Nat Turner, like after he killed everybody, then he gone. He get to heaven, they be like, oh shit, oh, oh. hey, hey, what's up? Y'all ain't got no guns in here. Yeah. <laughs> we can't die again. Can we? Oh well, okay. I'm just saying. I don't know certain people. I just want. I don't want to know soon, Lord. I just was quite curious question. Okay. I have a curious question if we... Um, so, shout out. In the last however many days, we've had a... Yeah, a black Miss America, mm-hmm. a black Miss USA, and a black teen Miss USA. Yeah. USA yes. teen. I don't know how it goes. Yeah. And shout out to those three beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I think that is so amazing it to is. see all of that array of chocolatey goodness yes. on them stages. At least for a year. Right. Representation, man. Now, real question. Okay, good. Because I was, I, I, something in my spirit was like, um, quick question though. Does it feel like they're just giving it to us just you know, because of the climate of the country, and and now you know, and now with the presidential, everybody is literally pandering to black women. women. Yeah, like I, I hate to say it because they deserve it. Let oh, me yeah, tell you, yeah, hands yeah. down, I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but something in my spirit just makes I, me I feel like I feel like they just took the roadblocks out their way, like right. all the shit that they haven't yeah. been giving us over the past years that made it harder. They was just like, accept natural hair now, mm-hmm. or you know what, just put her in the top two. We're going to actually look at her for, like, actually paying attention to us. But I do honestly feel like there's no space for a white queen in the USA right now. Mm, I mean, nah. she can't do that. Who's she going to talk to? Who's she going to talk to? No, for to? real, though, think about it. They're going to send the black missus across everywhere to, they can go into any and every neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They can put them anywhere. You can't do that with a blonde hair, blue-eyed girl. I think they're doing it, too, to spite Trump because oh, oh, it's yeah. his pageant. Yeah, it was yeah. his pageant. Yeah. So. I'm not saying the women didn't deserve it because you do. And absolutely, sis, 100%. And every bit of this year. And they're all gorgeous. I mean, get your Barbie doll, go into <laughs> these white spaces and let them know with your fro. Do all that. But I do believe they just made it a little smoother. Like, here you go. Yeah, back to back. Not y'all. It's just because I didn't really keep up with it this uh-huh. week because I had exams. But you got, a, you got a future ahead of you. We got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been working. So, you know, I've seen a little bit of it, but when y'all like you all talk about it, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, so. yeah, just I don't know. Because I, I just notice, I always notice patterns, right? So like when I used to, my mama used to watch, I used to watch my mama, um, <laughs> America's Next Top Model, right? It would be like white girl, black girl, white girl, black yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. White girl, white girl, black girl. You know, like I used to know the pattern to like okay last year a black girl won so it ain't gonna be no black girl like she right. may be top two but like, I used to just notice that right and mm. I used to go across the board for competition shows if you oh. ever just really paid attention like all the singing shows if you ever really what? paid attention to American Idol it would be like white black white black like or you yeah. know space them out like if you really really paid attention they kind of never did two in a row yeah mm. and so now it's like I just feel like the country. Not to say we don't need to be pandered to, because oh, yeah. we definitely deserve please to be revel at our feet. Goddamn it! I want to be pandered to. I want all the gifts. Goddamn, give it to me. I'm just saying we notice. I'm just saying don't take us for no fool. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't play with our intelligence. That's that's real though. Like, yeah, Hillary. That's what Because we did it. Hot sauce Hillary. in your bag, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Don't pull out no red roof like you've been doing <laughs> that shit. shit. 
really? You stupid. Man, I was oh so God. mad. And she been at a black radio yeah. station. Get the fuck out of here. And look, he was like. <laughs> and, and then look, and then and then Beyonce fucked everybody up when it wasn't even you real hot sauce. It's a pistol. <laughs> stupid, bitch. She just had to say it was a bat for TV. Now it's you all here looking stupid because you ain't even had no fried chicken to be, be putting hot sauce hot on. Hot sauce is the blood it makes. <laughs> stupid bitch. Hot sauce. You dumb. You know what? You keep doing that in the Clinton household. I bet they ain't got no, no pictures on their wall. <laughs> Sorry. That got me gone. <laughs> They house is clean. They look like they got Bill and her just arguing. Okay. <laughs> well, she argues. He just mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> he shuffles his feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bunch of fat bitches lined Dad up in the back. Don't worry about it. He ain't any stress. It's a bunch of fat bitches Dad lined up, up in the back. He ain't worried about it. He is a Sigma. <laughs> he is a cool Sigma. Your nigga's but a Sigma. Cl- the, a Clinton is a Sigma. I'm sorry. Wait, what? That happened? What? Yeah. He's a Sigma? Yeah. Like, Phi Beta Sigma? Yeah. yeah. Him and George Clinton. Yeah. I think it was the same time. Like Phi Beta Sigma, like, like yeah. a divine nine like black we were, fraternity. We were in Talladega when this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I've been at. <laughs> <laughs> and who did that? Which one of you niggas did that? Which one? Because that nigga's Okay. He locked a lot of y'all niggas up. All I'm right, just saying. Dad. But cool. Yeah, First fucking black president my ass. But whatever. I'm sorry. Don't ever no, say don't that do again. That. Don't do that. Oh, right. He wasn't black. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying. Black women, they out here pandering to us. Keep your eyes open and get everything you can. Get all you can. <laughs> it's about us, at least for the next year. Okay, almost <laughs> couple years. Right, we're right away. Right. right, we ain't. This is the first break we didn't got. Right, think of all your demands. Let's come together. We at the all, next you know what? Meeting. And that's something else we need to touch on. If uh, we could work together, right, let's then we of, can get somewhere. If we think of our demands. But women can't get nowhere because we are taught to be headed against each other. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking understand that. We taught to be catty. Yeah. Like, even when they, like, women go on a honeymoon overseas in the UK, they call it a, a hen's, uh, are you going to the hen's nest? The hen's nest? Yeah, it's like a hen's nest. What the fuck is a hen's nest? Uh, it's a, it's a bachelorette party. But it was about, because, you know, women, they cackle like chickens. So. Well, well, you know what? Well, I think that's how I, <laughs> that's how I feel about, like, things like The View and the talk uh, and shit. Yeah. I can't. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. It's so many women talking. Well, that's what they call it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we, yeah. Black women, let us get together. Well, let's try. Let's try. Let's. We can start with stop fucking somebody, nigga. <laughs> Oh my Let's God. do better on that <laughs> first. We gotta start with that. Let's and just then, start to stop fucking somebody, nigga. Let's do we, better with that. We got at least three months to rally it up and put our demands out there. I got student loans. I don't know what y'all want. I definitely got student <laughs> I got loans. Too. I want that. I got legalized weed. That got to go. Better to. medical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't discriminate against our hair. It's a bunch of states that have done that for um that that um companies can fire people for their hair. Right. Don't discriminate against our hair. And um, I said Medico. It's a couple others. I'm gonna you know, get back and, to it. And, and they can others. discriminate at this point all they want, but they, if that's the case, then they should have to verbalize why, or pay us. Yes. Or if you're not gonna pay somebody, you should be give. You should tell them why, so they have the right to go tell other people. I got one too. Every person that start calling the police on black folks, y'all yeah, need to be yeah. fine. Fine, them fine. motherfuckers. Y'all and then be... donate it to the NAWC. Yeah, nah. <laughs> that place, y'all know, the Negro place. The Negro place. Go give it to them. Ain't they going to raise the dough? No, okay. Never mind. Never mind. There's some other people that need it. 
because she's doing food stamp fried and all that. Okay, Ooh. we're done. I'm not doing this. We're going to hit on Rachel Dozo a whole <laughs> other day because I'm yeah. not doing Rachel Dozo. Braiding hair like a chicken. Oh, whatever her new African name is. Okay, bitch. and the baby, I watched it. <laughs> I watched all of it. I kind of feel for her, but not that bad. No, no. Okay, we gonna, okay, let's park real quick. Quick, quick, quick with Rachel Dozo. I can understand her story. She went about it. Com- you Please, do not no. have to be black to do things for the black community. Right. You can be, who is that lady, that old lady that's out here educating um, white folks? Jay Elliott. Elliot. You could be a Jay Elliott. You do not have to die, do your skin like that. Got braids, baby. You ain't got to do it. Stop <sighs> braiding in black women's hair in that city that you live in they because you're fucking them she edges probably, up. She probably charging like nothing. You fucking them edges up. She probably charging nothing. I went on her Facebook page when it, she first hit the media or whatever. And so at the time when I was living in Washington, that's where, you know, that's where everything happened. She was in the Spokane chapter. Oh. Uh, NAACP. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was, she's a professor in. She, she taught was, She was a professor in Washington State. I forgot the name of the She taught African American Studies. I think it, yeah, it was that. So I went on her Facebook page, you know, just be nosy. Like, homegirl was bringing sweet potato pies to class. <laughs> Oh, you doing the fucking most. <laughs> That's not the... Oh, you being super black. Yes. Oh, okay. Like Y'all should see my face right now, dog. <laughs> oh, I she, am so... Oh, you're being stereotypical black. I am so upset that this bitch was bringing sweet potato sweet pies. Sweet potato pies. Yes. And what they taste like? It ain't enough to keep them Patty in because she by herself... <laughs> She, she gonna try. That bitch in there trying. When I tell you, Rachel Dozoff is trying to be black. She doing whatever. She got to wrap it up with a silk scarf. Your hair don't fall out like that. Your hair don't fall out like that. That ain't, that ain't what you... Stop greasing your scalp when she took them braids down. And I saw them twigs. I just looked at her. I said, you look like a patient. She <laughs> look like Cynthia. You look like <laughs> Cynthia. Just, oh, look right at her. Oh, she took it. I was like, oh, stop filming. <laughs> Y'all got things paying away. Panel. Oh, we gonna see the back of the door. Oh, Lord. I'm gonna have to. Okay. Well, we praying for her children, the oldest boy, at least. I know I'm praying for him. I feel bad for him. Because your mama, Rachel Zola, he can't live it down. He can't live it down. Sorry, baby. He can't. I don't care how black your daddy is. He can't live it down. She can't live it down. Mm-mm. Anyway, ladies, um, how's Bob Risky? Dion? Uh, and then uh, Sabrina's yeah, a new I member of the Bob Risky oh, Club. Sabrina. Gravy train with Bob Risky. Uh, <laughs> Sabrina, let them know how long it took you to get access. Man, I recently just got access to that page. And you and you requested a friend request how long ago? Weeks ago. <laughs> Weeks ago. <laughs> that bitch is juicy. Listen. <laughs> Y'all don't know. Okay, so she got a new Gucci bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. She don't really know that we not fucking with Gucci, but I guess Gucci ain't do shit there. <laughs> so, whatever. Uh, she beefing with a couple people. I was just going through her material shit. But did you see her car? Have you seen I her just, drive? Yes. Don't I she like that. she about to crash? Yes. You bitch, you got to stop that. <laughs> she can't drive. She like no, because she be dancing and she be doing too much. She got to who she do like Miss Millie. Um, Sprinta, you tagged me in a few things. Yeah, she was in some beef yeah. recently. What kind of beef was was by risky in? She slept with somebody, man, found out. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she, it's some people that don't want her acting. Yeah. Because she's trans? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's facing yeah. that. So mm-hmm. they all feel some type of way. Not only is she acting, she's acting in big things. Mm-hmm. And she's acting with well-known people. Well, I mean, yeah. this is the age of, of the social media network. I think that goes across the board. Don't mm-hmm. matter what country you right. in, what continent yeah. you in. So I feel like because she's got that huge following, yeah, that's why they put her they on. They put there. her on. Yeah, and she's connected to a lot of people. 
people. Right. So because she's connected to people, they're attacking the people she's connected mm-hmm. to. They got these hard African names, so I don't even try to pronounce them. So I, I don't... Black people. <laughs> they look like people that work on cars. I don't know why a lot of African men, like the older ones, they don't brush their hair. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but like, you know what I mean? What's the right? guy? Our teacher. He didn't brush, he didn't brush his hair. hair. <laughs> I know. I might be a little high, but I know what I'm talking about. They, they, oh, Yakanu did not brush his hair. I'm, nigga, what's the basketball player name they be talking about? They, Which they one? be brushing the screen. Oh, Durant. That's Durant. Durant. That's what their heads be looking like. So, yes, it used to look like that. So every time, like I was reading about the people that go find them, I was just like, these niggas can't talk about Bob Risky because they ain't brushing their hair. <laughs> like you mean? So, it's called a brush, say. Every, come on. These, other, these little young Africans on it, I know y'all know better, but I guess the ones with the money don't care. So they Hence just our teacher. <laughs> Word. They don't. They don't. I the guess that's. But don't, don't care. care. Okay. Well, because they ain't got to impress us. Trying the ones out here trying to impress each other. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, by risky girl, uh, keep hope alive. Uh, they just making her richer though. Right. That's all it you is. know, that's don't all it don't is. let these haters get to you, and your she, bag is on the way. Mm-hmm. Your new Gucci bag. By risky. <laughs> by risky. All right, ladies. That's our new dance. Yeah. Every <laughs> time. Look, Sabrina. Sabrina finally got to see it. Yes. Show the shake. Now, now yeah, she gonna do. She now she gonna do it every time. Yeah. She say by risky. Risky. <laughs> All right, ladies, you want to take a break? Yes. Yeah, let's take a break. Did you know a Washington Times headline dated June 3rd, 1908, Bait Alligators with Piccaninny? There was an article that read, told a story about the New York City Zoo, how the zookeeper took two children and put them into an enclosed house of 25 alligators and crocodiles. The crocodiles and alligators chased the two children around and led them into the alligator's home for the winter. No one knows what happened to these two children, but it furthered the rumor that babies, black babies, were being fed to alligators. All right, so topic this week is about Sabrina. All about Sabrina. All about Sabrina. The teenage, middle age, with not middle age, not geriatric. So Sabrina, our friend that we went to Talladega College with, she is currently in school to become a chiropractor. So we're going to talk about, you know, life after college, adulting, mm. and the road to Dr. Davis. Don't grow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap, but I was trying to say, I wanted to be grown so bad when I was young, because I just thought you just stayed up late, did whatever you wanted to do. Nobody told me about bills. Student loans. Okay. Bill collectors, fuck-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? You really don't get to do what you want, especially when you have children. It's a lot. Adulting is a lot. So how have you been, um, what led you to be a chiropractor? You was talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, I was introduced to chiropractic senior year at Saladiga. Um, professor by the name of Dr. Lawrence Drummond told us that he was going to have like a representative from um, the school where I go to now to come and speak to us, you know, and talk to us about chiropractic. And he explained that he was seeing a chiropractor and he was telling us about the benefits from it and that we need more black chiropractors. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, automatically I applied, got accepted, didn't go immediately after, but I did have the opportunity to actually shadow a black chiropractor 
um, back in Montgomery. So I noticed that he had like a good volume of um, patients coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And but one thing that I noticed shadowing him was that a lot of the patients were coming to him because they did not want any more prescription drugs. They didn't want any surgery or anything because chiropractic don't. We do not promote the use of any type of like prescription drug. Mm-hmm. We don't really nah. We believe in using our hands to heal the body, which um, is innate intelligence, the ability oh. to heal the body from within inside. Oh. So um, after that few years, because I had a hard time finding a job after graduating, so I ended up working at a hospital. Mm-hmm. Hated it, so I to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga was stressed and everything. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so I just really noticed like um, how they were basically... I wouldn't exactly say they were, like, pushing pills all the time, but I just noticed it was, like, a lot of things I didn't agree with as far as um, <coughs> health care. And during that time, I was trying to go to a more healthier lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. So then um, shortly after, maybe about a few years later, you know, you did. I did what most women do in their 20s when they're young, dumb, yeah. uproot their whole life and go live with someone. Yeah, I mean, and so you got to do it once. <laughs> you got to do it once. You got to be a fool once. <laughs> So, um, niggas, niggas, niggas. <laughs> it ain't a choice, <laughs> it ain't not a choice. a choice. So, um, when I was living there, I basically didn't, you know, wasn't happy with my life, and I was like, man, I just wonder, like, what would have happened if I would have just gone ahead and go to chiropractic school? But then, like, a light bulb, um, light bulb went in my head. In retrospect, I think it was spirit. Spirit was speaking to me, yeah. like, girl, get back in school, get your black ass just back in get school, your girl. Black ass back in school. <laughs> so, I did. And I, was, I got accepted again. Mm-hmm. Then once I was able to go visit the school and tour the campus, and I like I was introduced to the philosophy of innate intelligence, I was like, oh yeah, that's you. definitely making the right decision. Yeah. Now, did you have you learned yet? Because I have never been to a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. I I always yeah. thought it was just for like if something happened, like you got an accident, you need to be realigned or something mm-hmm. like that. But like, how often do people <laughs> actually go to chiropractors? And how often do Black people go to chiropractors? Well, um, one thing, like I said about when I shadowed the chiropractor mm-hmm. uh, after graduation, I saw that a lot of them did come for back pain. But that's one thing that our people, black people, we have to like get out of thinking that chiropractor is specifically like just back pain. It's not back pain mm-hmm. because... Our, our vertebral column, I'm going to sound all scientific, sound like a nerd. <laughs> Use the words you hate to learn. Yeah, okay, because you so are it protects, it protects the spinal cord. So the spinal cord has all these nerves and it's controlling every type of, like all your body system, all your organs and everything. So if there's a misalignment or a subluxation, which is nerve interference going on in your body, it could be affecting that. Case in point, prior to school, I was always having migraines all the time. Mm. So at school, I will get, you know, as a student, you get free chiropractic care on campus. Mm. So I was seeing I like this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric's race girl. Yeah, girl. What? <laughs> oh, I would have been in that bitch every day. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I started getting um, adjustments is what we call um, you know, treating our patient adjustments, mm-hmm. like I really don't really have them anymore. Mm. Yeah, all. when I was getting my, going regularly, I didn't have headaches either. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's and then, like, cool. it's like it goes for a number of things. You can get like a cervical what? adjustment um, for your allergy. Mm, what? Yeah. Wait, y'all, yeah, see, that's, that's my duty. Listen, I am, I, I am very naive <laughs> to chiropractic, so I have not, I didn't know any of this. That's that's cool. Yeah, and I was um, 
a classmate I was talking to her we was talking about um, C-section because I had a C-section and she was saying that she had three to be exact so she found out that she had like a her sacrum was rotated mm-hmm. more anterior mm-hmm. so that means that it was kind of causing like an awkward position of her uterus and she was like had she known that oh. she would have gotten an adjustment gotten that you know taken care right. of she, she, wouldn't had those she wouldn't have had them wow you know they be forcing black women you know what let me <laughs> let's let me tell you about that because in Talladega, when I was going to school, the girls who had they fir- the first wave of babies when I first got there, damn near all of them had C-sections. And I was just like, is that a thing? Wow. Like, I told you I used to work in the hospital. Uh-huh. So it would just be like, okay, so I used to work in the part where we check the patients out um, after they see the doctor. So I'm sitting in the area. Uh, like different pregnant women to come up like maybe four and five o'clock in the morning. I'm here to see Doctor Such and Such. I'm getting induced today. So what they would plan these. That's right. That's they what plan yeah. them. So they were like, okay, you need to come in on this date. Well, you're due at this time or whatever, but you need to come on this, this date. date. But I don't know if that's just something they do down here, like because South was, Alabama. Yeah, because when I was because Peyton was born in Washington, so they didn't even <coughs> bring up no type of induction. Like Peyton was a whole week late. Okay, because I thought that was weird, because I was trying to base my doctor experience out the girls who had their babies a few months, oh, a year before me, Hippery, and I was like, okay, so when, you know, we're going to schedule a day? Mm. And so she was like, what are you talking about? Why yeah. would we schedule a day? And I was like, no. You come in when the baby say come in. I said, no, 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 I thought, yeah. I thought you were supposed to, like, at the last month, y'all, we go through your calendar. She was like, no. no. I was like, so do you give me the shot after I had the baby to dry out my breast milk? She said, sweetheart, what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who have yeah, you been talking to? Um, like, when it was, like, getting time close to my due date, you know, you get the question, oh, you had the baby? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah no. So, no, I was you I was talking baby? to my grandma one day, and she was like, um, did you go to the doctor? I said, like, yeah, I went to the doctor. They just want to see, since I'm getting closer to the due date, they just want to see if everything's fine, you know, check heart rate, make sure they don't have to, you know, go ahead and put me in the hospital. Did they do anything? I'm like, no. They should have induced you. So I'm like, why are we so conditioned? You're right, because we're conditioned. Because <laughs> you didn't, uh, I had no idea they don't schedule a date. Yeah. I only got induced with Bo is because of my blood pressure. And that's the only reason, same RJ, blood pressure got high and they were like, we have to take the baby. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, they were like, oh no, you gonna ride this bitch out until yeah. you can. Now that I think about it, my mama, my, her water didn't break. I, she got induced. She had a C-section only because I wouldn't come down. Right. But that's probably yeah. because I wasn't damn ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's some fucked up shit. I am grateful for, number. right, I'm, I'm like, I am and I'm not grateful for my birthday because I share a birthday with Beyonce. So I really, See, I, mean, I love September 4th. Yeah, but no. then it'd be like, I know niggas who know nope, me and they, don't, and they don't wish me a happy birthday, but they'll post Beyonce. I can't ever post Beyonce birthday, happy birthday on her birthday. Nope. That girl would never be my you friend. You better DM again. that bitch. <laughs> I love Beyonce dearly, but uh, girl, no. not not that you you can't post her. No, you could go to her comments and say happy birthday. <laughs> but <laughs> but I used to say at least just say happy birthday to me first. Goddamn, you got my number. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, she don't say. That was the one year I posted that she don't say thank you. And she said thank you. That's when the bitch gave a whole speech to her fucking beehive and said thank you, <laughs> wishing her a happy birthday. I was like, see. She, she always embarrassed. She be listening to Alexis mm-hmm. on the low. Mm-hmm. I think if Beyonce do be anything else in her free time, she tap her phone. Give me money. If y'all could do that, would y'all do that? If, <laughs> if you could pay to tap somebody's phone, would you do it? I sure I would. would. I got a 
Well, it'd be so niggas. much more violence in the world. <laughs> what people had to say about you. I got a whole list. I, I don't would... want none of that. <laughs> don't tell me. I'm the type of nigga lie to me, and I hate lies. But if you know what's best, lie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Then we were watching what what men want. Yes. And Dion was like, "Could you um really?" want to listen to men's thoughts. I was like, yup, I sure goddamn do. And Dion was like, I couldn't, baby. I, I Too many hands would be thrown. Yeah, you don't need that ability. I'd rather do it because I'm going to milk the shit. Yeah. I need to know what you motherfuckers is thinking. Anyway. I don't want to know about it. I always, I always like to ask um, women, especially my friends who had kids relatively young, um, how has it changed since you've had a kid and how does that change how did that change your thought process to going back to school well um how do I want to start okay so when I had my son um I would I, well, I would say I didn't have much help so I was like with the child all day every day mm-hmm. with no type of break or anything so that's kind of like nerve wracking in a sense I'm not saying I don't want to be around my child it's just you know everybody needs a break oh speak on it honey please. Yeah. I don't think mothers <laughs> speak about how hard this shit is <laughs> I am an auntie okay and I am tired I don't even be with them really 24 7 and I'm like baby I'm yes. exhausted so I yeah. know mothers don't speak about how yeah. tired they are and then you know Little boys tend to be more clingier. Mm. Girl, yeah, I've seen very it. clingy. I've seen Girl. it. Especially if they're breastfed. Because they breastfeed. That's they why just... you niggas is the way you are. Let women <laughs> should breastfeed. <laughs> yes, breastfeeding is... Black a... women should breastfeed. By All me. black women should breastfeed. <coughs> Amen. Okay. So, um, with that and not being in school or not working in my field, I began to lose myself. I lost my identity. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of hard for me to, you know, get back, snap back into things. It took a while for me to actually what, try to What motivated up. you to snap back? Peyton, basically. Okay. Peyton, and then the fact that I know I'm a bad bitch. Like, I'm a bad bitch. Yes! Like, I'm a I got to talk to myself like that every day. Yes. You too bomb, Lex, not to be too bomb. You was a bad exactly. bitch. Your shit together. Do you remember the revelation you had? Do you remember the day? Do you remember that moment? When the you moment? Just, that changed? The change? Okay, so it was... It's ironic that this is alumni weekend, but... Um, <laughs> let me see. Back in 2015, came back home to visit for alumni weekend, and Mother's Day was the same weekend. So, you know, I was home for a week with Peyton. And, you know, I, it just felt so right to be back home because I had, like, thoughts in my mind for months, like, I need to get back in school. And by that time, I did reapply to chiropractic school and got accepted again. And when I came home, it felt right. It was great to be around family. Then I was like, man, Peyton needs to be around his grandparents because I had such a strong presence in my life, you know, with my grandparents. Right. That I want the same for him. And it was just me and him, like, Right. You know, and I'm, that's that's not enough. Yeah. Right. It's not enough. Exactly. And then the type of environment and what was going on, it was pretty toxic, the relationship. But, mm-hmm. you know, just cliff notes. I'm not for enough. That's all right. That's going to need a bottle of Hennessy. And, <laughs> you know. But, um... We got all weekend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um... One thing that really, really made me feel like I need to come home at the time, like, my dad is a um, kidney patient. Well, he's no longer a kidney patient. He just got a transplant back in October. Amen. Yes. yes. So prior to him getting on dialysis, his health was kind of um, getting pretty bad. Because um, when I had Peyton, I had Peyton months before 
alumni weekend. So when I um, had him, my dad was in the hospital the same time I was in the hospital. So I'm in another state, and he back at mm. home in the hospital. That's a lot. And my mom mm. was up there with me when because we was waiting on Peyton to come. So it was just right. my brother. So months after that, um, I just noticed that, like, my dad, he just, like, he wasn't the same as far as, like, how, like, himself. And I noticed, like, he... His body was had like building up a lot of swelling in his legs and stuff, and it was mainly because when he found out he had kidney disease, uh, and he had like less than ten percent functioning in one kidney. Oh wow! Yeah. So it was pretty bad. So like, cause his legs were swelling so bad to the point that like I would put my finger in there yeah. and like it was the end was there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now that I'm in school, it's called pitting edema. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, use the words. You paid for. You use the words. But, um, the day I was getting ready to leave. Because at that time, like, while he's sick, he's working. That's all he know how to do. He worked. So he was working the night yeah. shift because he, he's on swing shift. So he was working the night shift, and he was coming home. And we know, it's like, what's wrong with the car? So he fell, like, he fell asleep at the wheel, he said. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, you know, that kind of shook me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, my dad's not doing good. He's working right. himself to death. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, oh, my God. And so, like, on the way to the airport, like, I bought. Right, of Cause course. Because I, I was leaving. Yeah. I knew I was leaving, so it was just like, okay, you need to come home. You need to get your black ass back in school. Right. And most importantly, you're not doing this for yourself. You're doing this for your son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what his father feels or what he says or whatever. You got to trust You got yourself. to do what you have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, took, it was a long road, you know. Yeah. A very long road. <laughs> I battled with depression and all types of stuff, you know. With that, under a lot of stress, but how did you cope yeah. with the depression and, and be a mom? Ooh, you know, I, I'm trying to get out of this. Like, I I get through things alone, you know. Yeah. Me too, girl. And at the <laughs> time, I way? felt like yes. I wasn't getting the support that I thought I would need from people. You know that I was acquainted with, so it was kind of pretty rough. And then, yeah. especially, you don't want to go through something and. The first thing a person gonna do is be like pray about it, and I'm like, yeah, that's the last thing that's, I wanna that's hear. not like, that's not needed. Like, I mean, I do, but there are some other stuff I got to do too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have to do, if you want it, you have to want it for yourself. So, I went, I basically went through it alone. Retrospect, I wouldn't have done that because that, you know, even though it taught me to, you know, it taught me a lot about life. It taught me about uh-huh. a lot about people yeah. in general. It was just like when I when I really felt like. I needed to just snap back into reality with the depression was when, like, I got into a really big argument with my son's father because all he did, he he harassed me for months over stupid stuff. So, like, he stressed me out so bad one day. Like, I was at work about to pass out Mm -mm. because, like, he he pissed me off so bad to, like, I just, like, lost my temper and, like, Mm -hmm. I had a headache the whole day. Mm -hmm. I was sitting at the computer at work about to pass the fuck out. Mm Mm-mm. And then later to learn that was unnecessary for yeah, you. That was very unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary stress because you don't know how to go through nothing. No. Maybe that's why sometimes you need older women in your circle. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all can't be the same age because yeah. who going to tell us something? Right. Yeah. Like, because I got, I got a little girl. She's not little because she's shit. She out of college. She's a teacher. <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> and we love it. And I've known her since she was little. I always mm-hmm. kind of want to be a part. And I need to check on her more often. Be part of at least her circle where she can reach out to me. Right. Because that shit, like, what you went through, mm-hmm. once you 
get to a certain place, you need to pull somebody in yeah. to kind of talk her. Be like, girl, you ain't got to argue with that nigga. Right. Someone or who's been through that. Because yeah, we yeah. have all, yeah. I'm pretty sure our mothers, their mother, yeah. Every, yeah. all of our gen- the generations before us have been through some fuck shit with a nigga. Yeah, that's what Candace is for. I, I keep Candace yeah. in my life for that because mm-hmm. Candace, we're calling my biggie me because mm-hmm. I remind her of her. It's a lot of things. When, when she came into my life, a lot of shit kind of cut out because mm-hmm. she was like, first of all, you don't wear that to work. <laughs> number one. That's number one. Number two, you focused on the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. You need to worry about you and yours. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's all you got. Yeah. So when you said that about, you know, trying to do this for Peyton and you can depend on people, you know, maybe sometimes you have an older woman. She's like, girl, them ain't your fucking friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. can tell you that early on because she been there. Right. And maybe we listen. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah you know, glad you made it. Through it, yeah, it was rough. Do you feel yeah. like? Do you feel like like a phoenix rising from the fire, or do you feel like you got a couple of battle scars you want to show off? Yeah, I want to show a battle scar. <laughs> <laughs> to know I'm a bad bitch, I survived a lot, yeah. goddammit, and I'm still here. Yeah. What? Yes, yeah. I love it. So, what's the what's the future look for you? Like, what in the ideal Doctor Davis world? What is your plan for yourself? Doctor Davis, of course, would like to open her own practice. Where? Um, now, originally I wanted to do the West Coast, but I was like, no, I have a better reasoning for coming back to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mostly cater to rural areas because I'm from a rural area. That's and those residents, you know, they have little to no knowledge of chiropractic. Mm-hmm. And if I just want to expose them to an alternative means of medic, like, um, health care without the use of prescription drugs and surgery. Right. <clears throat> Excuse okay. me. So, my plan is, because I'm um, you all aware that I, my friend and I have a nonprofit organization. Yes, yes. So um, one What's of the it things called? it's called Stay Woke. Okay. Stay working on keeping our youth empowered. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I want to do a sub mentoring program to kind of groom them to kind of be chiropractors. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said earlier, we make up less than one percent of chiropractors worldwide. We need more black chiropractors in our community. So of course mm-hmm. you're gonna groom some kids. Of course. Yes. So yeah. I'm gonna yes. plant that seed. Yeah. You know? Yes. And then another thing I want to do with my practice, um at my school, um, once we become interns, we you know, we serve the students on campus and then we go and serve the patients in the pub- general public. Mm-hmm. Then we get the opportunity to work at a chiropractor office. So those are those doctors that open up their practices for us, they're called peak doctors. So I basically want to open up my office as a peak doctor to bring more mm-hmm students down there yeah. to serve the areas to spark yeah. up an interest because people yeah. we, like people in the rural areas they need health care too mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of them don't have that access to it because they either live too far away mm-hmm. they don't have transportation because mm. you know it's a different type of cost of living mm-hmm. you know as yeah. in rural areas we're much poorer we're broke okay. <laughs> okay we gotta keep you safe they need <laughs> okay, you the future need needs you, you. they yes. need you Yes, absolutely. So you gonna reach a lot of lives, Sabrina. You gonna reach a I'm lot trying. of lives. If I can just get one or two, I'm good. One you or two, one you gonna spark two. a little more than one or two. Mm-hmm. At least some, some, some. You're aspi- You're aspiring other youth to just yes. be, you know, for the people. Yeah, that's, that's part of the reason why I started the nonprofit with my friend. Cause I'm like, a lot of things that the kids at home have to aspire to is working at a plant. Yeah. Or. Going to thinking that they can be the next, you know, rapper or something yeah. like that. And I'm just like, yeah. it's so much more fun. Show them something because they already think, because of where I'm from, that nothing nothing good comes out of that. Yeah. Nothing good comes out of Lyles County. That's what that's how they feel. Like, mm. we're dumb. And I want to change the narrative with that. You go ahead then. Somebody had to. Yeah. I love it. 
Well, keep striving, Sabrina. We're proud of you. Thank you. And where can anyone find you if they want to get more information about you, want to follow you on social Um, media? You can follow me. I'm not sharing my Facebook (laughs) because if you become my friend on Facebook, it's likely you're going to unfriend me. Yeah, you are. Oh, you got your professional page? Oh, y'all got (laughs) that. Yeah. We forget we got real shit too. Oh, shit, shit, I do got a professional page. She's so professional. (laughs) Yeah, she forgot. Yeah, I have have multiple accounts because, you know, I have one for my buffoonery. Hey, let her keep her buffoonery. (laughs) That keeps some of us entertained. Yes, honey. And then I have one that's just strict, you know, Chick-fil-A. It's Chick-fil-A. Okay, well, give out which one you want. The Chick-fil-A page. My name is Sabrina Davis, and you can follow me on Instagram at AtomicBomb10. And you can follow my baking page, the Cairo Baker Forty Five. Follow that baking page. That's an important one. <laughs> so let, let, it's called the Cairo Baker Forty Five. You need to go check that page just figure out. Figure it out when you get there. Just, just get your sweet tooth adjusted. Yeah. That's how, as I eat mine. <laughs> <laughs> and we are gonna take a break, so you won't hear us talk. Oh, uh, do you want to say hello to somebody? Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me think. I want to talk to my line sisters. Your line sisters of what? Where? What? What? What are you? Uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Okay. Um. Let's see. Who else do I want to go? Kenitra. Oh, I love you, girl. Yes. We love you, Kenitra. <laughs> um. Who else do I want to give a shout out to? Raven, Portia, Irma. Who else? Who think? Oh, of course, Peyton. Even though he's yeah. not going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the baby. Yeah, yeah, just buy it. Just you know, if you if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. Yeah, you don't, you know, yeah. the baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, we're gonna take a break. Get ready. All right, All right. Yeah. All right. Black fact. Black fact. Bleedy bleak bleak. Black fact. All black girls can't braid. Some of us ain't got it. Now, don't judge us when you see us in the store. Don't ask me no questions about what what hair you think is going to go good for this style, girl. I don't know. I'm here with a list of my own, okay? Don't judge us. Just find you a good girlfriend like I have that's going to do your hair. And if you end up having a baby girl, her hair. So she's not going to school looking crazy. Jokes and secrets time. Oh, that's that's. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. All right. I like the laces. Thank you. See? We can keep it. Gosh. <laughs> we know I can't. You want me to try it? <laughs> no. All right. I that can't wasn't do. even I real voice. I might have been voice. jealous because I can't see That wasn't even real voice. That was way bad. Can we try it? <laughs> 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 say my name. <laughs> That's how Beyonce first sounds. That's how she first sounds when she got into the game. Real love. No, just... <laughs> That's how she sounds. Say, say words. Say she don't sound like that. <laughs> Your sissies do all those runs. All of them. Kind of. Because yeah, Amazing Grace on the album. Ooh. But I, I love like, you, B. I liked Amazing Grace. Okay. Um, I bet you Okay, did. you know what? Fuck the both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why both of y'all go do the fucking Joe's Secrets because I ain't got one. So, boom. Whatever. <laughs> so, this... This week, week since Sabrina gonna email us her jokes and secrets, she's gonna come do it in person. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And we need a story. Sabrina, don't just give us the little bits and pieces, okay? okay. We need a story. Well, so this t- this week is the pettiest thing you did to your baby daddy. And since I ain't got a baby daddy, 
I'm excluded. <laughs> okay, so um, I mean, sure, I put the capital P and petty. So <laughs> when so, did it start? Like petty white. <laughs> petty Shabazz. <laughs> petty Shabazz. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But um, I'm trying to think of a few. I know one particular one. Um, when I was getting ready to like move back home with my son. And before I left, I he was in the military, so I took all his name patches from his uniform, so he didn't have his so name just patches. Going to work, <laughs> niggas don't know who he is. Out of order, <laughs> he in trouble now. They took the nigga ranks and stuff. Oh, oh, oh now you a, a yeah. nameless no rank. <laughs> <laughs> Whose uniform did you steal? He's, he's bubblegum. <laughs> I made sure that I got the social security number. Yeah, gotta got get the that. address. I got yeah. the license plate number. Or need that? You know, make sure I you know. Yeah, which you things. can't yeah. leave empty handed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you may have took my stuff, but I took some other. Like, you know, <laughs> did, he, did he get them back? Why would, why would I give them back? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know the baby I mean, daddy rule. All he got to do is just go to the base and get it again. You know? How it's much just, it cost him? No, I don't. I don't really care. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I just was trying to see if it was a lot. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it was still more than he wanted to spend. It with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that for sure. It ain't a meal. Yes, he was, mm-hmm. he took some from him. Right. What else can I think of? Because it's like. A, I did do all types of petty stuff. I think I took, Ooh, like, I listen. threw away, I threw away all the forks in the house before Yes, I left. take the oh, forks. Throw the forks. You on. ain't gonna eat with a fork. You better spoon on it, bitch. <laughs> I always left the butter knife. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Careful, nigga. Just butter knives, nigga. He ain't got nothing but butter knives. <laughs> Can't eat a steak with this. <laughs> yes. Then he had, like, this little... Faux journal. I'm gonna call it a, a faux, faux journal. journal. A diary. Like yeah, like writing <laughs> little Korea stupid diary. shit, like light skin nigga shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nigga it was like a Drake. It was like a Drake uh, where he write his lyrics out. This <laughs> is what that was. And it was something like that. It was like dear Moesha type shit. You know? oh. <laughs> oh, not cute. We want to talk about cute. Hell no. <laughs> I hated that damn cadence when it came in. Oh, goddamn, she writing. Writing hard. Dear Tyree. Today. Brandy, slow down. She got mad at me because I told her fat ass she can't eat no cheerleader. That was fucked up. I'm so thinking about losing my flower. In the middle of the journal, I wrote, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Okay, Maya. Before I left. Dr. Oh, Angelou. I'm sorry. Dr. Angelou. That was sweet. <laughs> Not Maya, but Dr. Yes. <laughs> I, feel like she put a, I feel like she was about to come out the sky with a backhand like uh-uh, that girl she My bad, Dr. Angelou. My bad. We don't know each other like that. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see. You want to know got any more? I mean, I'm. this is fun for me. I, I want to hear some crazy <laughs> shit y'all do. <laughs> yes, tell it. I like that face. What is so, it? Oh, yeah, remember that time y'all had to save me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sabrina went missing. And back in our uh, social circle at the time, you know, people that work together, but they ain't really friends, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> bring it in, bring it back. Bring it back. My bad. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Who by risky? That's how they calm down now. <laughs> so Sabrina apparently sent out an SOS text. He's taking my phone. I'm gone. Call my parents. What? Oh, kidnap save me. 
So I get a call for like four, in the, I don't know, was it four in the morning? It was really early on my off day. And I got a call that Sabrina said, call her parents. He taking her phone, basically. <laughs> so I'm like, what? And if anybody knows Dion, though. I, that's not cool. Dion is like, if you, don't, if you don't want nothing done, everywhere. don't tell Dion. No, because no. she's not going to be like, well, what do you want? She's going to be like, well, give me a number. Dion called the military police. <laughs> we had to find Sabrina. So, I mean, some other shit came out that we're not going to talk about. We ain't going to talk about none of that. <laughs> so with that, that ain't that But just know we found Sabrina. Just know. That's just know he gave her her fault. <laughs> we got the military police involved. Somebody called call. him. <laughs> he got a call. And then she got a call. Then we got a call. Okay, okay. everybody got a call. That's all that was that's, mattered yeah. to me. That's, that's all. Calls, calls, that's calls, made. Tell somebody he mad. Okay. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Do she got her phone? Do she got her? That's basically yeah, what it was. Yeah, because my parents, and they ended up calling. And, okay. Because um, it was my brother who called. Okay. And he answered the phone. And he like, what must I stay? And he like, she ain't here. And he was like, nah, nigga, put my sister on my <laughs> nah, phone. Nah, nigga. Yeah, it don't work like that. Like, nah, nah, nigga. Like, it's crazy. So, <laughs> you know, it don't work like so that. So, you know, put me on the phone. My brother like, bro, what the fuck? Because it was like 3, 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning oh, down there. yeah. And so it was like barely past me. Like, it was like two, three hours away. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, put him on the phone, put me on the phone, and then put my dad on the phone. And he like trying to just put on this big theatrical performance. Oh, he was hurt. Hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> now he hurt. to get that ass out of there. Yeah. And you can watch this fat ass twist. So that's why I took a number of things. I unplugged everything before I left. That was, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah you should have not. I, I think you should have did a lot more. I mean, I mean, we, we'll talk about that after the show. Okay, okay. so she's incriminated. No worry, we gonna, we gonna. She gotta keep it legal because yeah. she wants a good practice. Okay. <laughs> this was old. This was Brina. <laughs> Y'all don't know her. That's Brina. Yeah, my that was. Day. And she was. Postpartum. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. what we got for white women using, we using. Yeah. Postpartum. So, postpartum. So, so yeah. Madam Dion. Girl, what's your story? <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> he know we cool now. <laughs> <laughs> but when I left Texas that last oh, time. Oh, Ooh, back in the Texas day. <laughs> when I left Texas yeah. for that last time after... All of that, and I don't want to trigger him, so I'm just not gonna <laughs> bring up. We're led to the next, but I uh, was going through shit, you know, going through some stuff, pockets, you know, drawers, whatever I could find, and he had some condoms, so I was like, oh, okay, word, poke hole, poke hole, poke hole, poke hole, poke hole. You like these bitches, you gonna love them. <laughs> I was trying to ruin that nigga life. <laughs> uh, I did that. Um, I think, I think that was about that was about the like worst that. that I. I mean, he would say I've done, it. <laughs> you know, a laundry list of things. But <laughs> that was only a reaction to you know a action. So. Is that the time I got the phone call when you was out? Hey. Okay. Hey. I just wanted to make, show. Hey. Okay. I just wanted hey. to make sure it wasn't the same. Hey. It was the same time frame. Hey. I wasn't going to get into it. Yeah, just wanted girl, to make sure. Yeah. Girl, don't trigger that nigga. <laughs> I don't want to fight with him no more. <laughs> but no, no, I did a lot of petty shit to him. I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably. I know I used to cut holes in his socks <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> In Texas. That's a good one, though. Why would you come Because if you're in a hurry, <laughs> it's going to piss you off. It's, okay? Oh Nobody really ain't putting their socks on. And by the time you be like, God damn! You know, I fucked your morning.
morning up. Boom. You know what? That's true as shit. In angry black man fashion. Yes. yes. In angry black man fashion. I think I pulled out a sock, didn't know it was a hole, and I was <laughs> pissed as a mother. Yo! It's right in the toe. <laughs> That's where I cut it, right in the toe. Uncomfortable, on the corner. <laughs> the uncomfortable part where you can't fold it over. Because country niggas fold their socks over. You didn't know that? No. Did you, do you know people that do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Alexis is so. <laughs> she wasn't exposed to none of this hood shit. <laughs> oh, well. The only thing I used to do with my socks is like, my mom wouldn't buy me ankle socks, which you could have got from the goddamn swap okay. beat. And I used to just roll them bitches down. Like, oh, yeah. Use yeah. some ankle socks. Okay, but I'm going to do another one real quick. <coughs> and maybe you get on this one later. Okay, just a, two, a two-piece special. Okay. We're doing a church is fine all about real quick. With a jalapeno pepper. <laughs> yes, get that jalapeno pepper. It's like a pickle, but hot. It's <laughs> word. Churches, peppers are different. Yeah, yeah. You folks don't all really like All the church's though. shit is different. Shut the fuck. But, but you're not going to disrespect they white chicken. That's some that white meat. That is. Chicken. I threw yeah, up on the side of the road okay, because of churches, yeah, but okay. that was my fault. Thinking <laughs> I, could, I could eat fried chicken and walk in ninety eight degrees, <laughs> like immediately. That was I earned that one. I took that L. <laughs> my daddy called me stupid. He didn't ask me if I was anyway. So the pettiest shit you ever did to your sibling? Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to proper belief, my brother is the petty one. The one, oh. yeah. So I can name something that he did to me that was petty, very okay. petty. So like, like you already know, like that job was driving me crazy, yeah. working all those crazy hours at night. So like I was working so much to the point, like I was at work in my sleep. So my brother would wake me up on several occasions and be like, "I need you to discharge this patient out." And so I'm like <laughs> sitting there trying to sign a patient out. No. <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up. He'll do stuff like that. He'll come in my room. Hey, did you go to discharge yet? <laughs> no, sir. That's not discharge. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my brother is more pettier than I am. Okay. was an awful sibling. So what did you do to my sweet, sweet angel, Nicole? <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. I did nothing. Mm. Too bad <laughs> that I could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, she would say, I've done something. <laughs> Can't wait to have Nicole on this show. She would say, I think I tried to practice restraint with Nicole one time, and that got us both a whooping <laughs> because I hated all of her shit in her room because it was hers, right? Because but, but it's your sibling. <clears throat> she had these fucking Tweety Birds. And she, they was just lined up. She don't even play with baby dolls, but she liked these stupid Tweety Birds. Whatever. So she wouldn't let me adopt her baby dolls. So. They're not yours. I asked to adopt them. I would this draw them. This is not losing Isaiah, my nigga. You cannot come take that baby, black woman's baby. First of all, she went home with that girl. You cannot go take that black woman baby. Oh, my mama drew up some papers. <laughs> You're going to have to sign these baby dolls no, over to me, me, nigga. I need your Kenya. Now, that girl hell just was mad at And I was like, no, <laughs> you didn't even take the comb out the plastic. But I went in, I, you know, TDD'd a Tweety Birds, right? So, <coughs> we were, this is petty because we were already in trouble for playing with my dad. So, watching white TV growing up, you thought it was okay to put a sign behind somebody's back. Mm-hmm. And we, t- my dad was bald headed, so we take, rub my dome for good luck. So, he's running past him. 
Why he was cleaning? I'm sorry. You wait, wait, no. Wait, We're going to press pause because wait. you did not say that clearly. <laughs> and I think the people need to know what the no, sign man. said. The sign said, rub my dome for good luck. You're making it sound worse than it is. You're making it sound worse than what it is. I hope your daddy whooped the fuck up. Okay, I'm getting there. So, we running past him like jumping touching <laughs> Who put the sign on his back? Me. Yeah, badass. <laughs> so we run past, rub, jumped, and so he was like, go to your room. First of all, I know y'all wasn't rubbing his head. I know y'all was slapping the <laughs> shit out your daddy. <laughs> he jumped. He oh, said, oh, daddy, dumb. I hope you whooped that ass. <laughs> we were I know your children. I know you. The whole fucking family hit folks. <laughs> Girl, he said, go to separate rooms. So we sitting in the door just going back and forth quietly. And she said something I didn't like. So I go in there and grab the thing. And I, it was so nice and pristine on her bed. It pissed me off so bad. So I just grabbed it. And that was petty, right? Because I didn't have to mess up her stuff. <laughs> that shouldn't. That never should have happened because I wouldn't have cleaned it. And so Nicole had enough. And we boxed it. <laughs> Daddy came in there, and when I tell you, he beat us to sleep. I, I'm glad because mm. they deserved it. I didn't think it was that Jeez. bad. That is not telling it. It's Jeez. just funny to us. <laughs> so let's go, guy. Got us a whooping. Well, see, my sister. I have a. I have a half sister. I don't consider her my half, but right. technically, yeah. when you think about growing up in the house, she didn't grow well, up in the house with me, and she's six years older than me. Yeah. So I feel like every time my sister came around, I was like worshiping Rachel. Yeah. So I don't feel like I did nothing petty to Rachel. Oh. Now. Now, my sister, and we will revisit this when she gets here and comes on this show, because my sister used to Beyonce the fuck out of me, okay? Me? We used to watch a lot of, like, Serafina, The Mighty Quinn, things that had, like, musical numbers in them, and um, my dad, because my dad used to be a professional bass player, so we just, like, and my uncle wrote for Anita Baker, and so we were a musical yeah. family, yeah. and so we just liked watching things that had, you know, musical group numbers and shit, and my mom had a trampoline that the the legs was like a little small exercise trampoline yeah. back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Yeah. And you could like twist the legs off of them and it was black the it was black rubber tip and the 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 leg was silver. Yeah. So we used to use them as microphones. Mm-hmm. And every time we would watch a musical uh, movie or something, she would always give me like the background parts no. or the boy parts. No. Like boy she would get yeah, like so Serafina. Like Serafina, where they did like the little prayer in the courtyard, and the boy was singing. She yeah. was like, "Like you gonna be his part?" And I was like, "I want to." Nah, 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 nah. I got that. You can't sing that high. You good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to. That used that's to not piss petty. me she off. Just trying to keep you at your range. Girl, fuck that. I am a diva, baby. I can sing all range. Okay. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm. I'm She's yeah. an alto. I know. <laughs> I'm an alto second soprano. I could get high. Oh, girl, what the to. hell is a second soprano? What you need two for? <laughs> I don't know music like that. <laughs> you, aren't you a flutist? Yeah, but we don't have second sopranos. <laughs> yeah, first chair. Second, second chair. Why you need so many? Them goddamn <laughs> Okay, just, I don't want to do this. You know, you mentioned something about ass whippings. Okay. So I just thought of something I used to do that was like very petty and very unloyal to my brother. Oh, get him in trouble. Get him in trouble. <laughs> So when we misbehave or we do something, my mom automatically grabs the belt, switch, or whatever is in her hand. So 
I would run to the corner. The first place I would run to the corner. I knew my brother would run behind me when we get ass whooping. So <laughs> I would run to the corner. So if he's running behind me, <laughs> you got yeah, him. Yeah, so I use him like as a shield to kind of you know take all the leaves. First of all, that's not that's not petty. That's fucking smart. Okay, <laughs> they doing all the yelling for the both of you. Oh, 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 yeah. Hit my back. My neck and my back. Yeah. And my dad, you know, we got older. My dad was like, why would you keep following her every time? <laughs> if the dummy want to keep following me. I was like, hey, Sabrina learned early. All I got to do is outrun that nigga. <laughs> and I'm fine. Okay. My light skin ass is safe for another week. Another week of mischief. That okay. was smart. That was yeah. not petty. I like that. Yeah, I wasn't raised with siblings just close, like in age and in the same house, so I didn't get. I'm getting a little haze now. What? Uh, oh, that thing over yeah. there is pulling out. <laughs> what? <laughs> that thing reminds me every week that she has lived in the house with me. She's, I've done this before. <laughs> Just don't have no Twix out in the middle of the night. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. I don't eat chocolate like that, so I'm she's, eat it. So she's she, safe. Yeah, I ate my Twix in college. I did. I did eat it. Mm-hmm. I, and I knew it as I was opening it. It was a long <laughs> night, you know. T- Twix. I'm going to take it. Did she tell you she ate it? Yeah, I'm going to tell you the story. So, <laughs> okay. at the time, I was, you know, pledging. So, I wasn't around all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I had a Twix on top of the refrigerator in the room. And I was like, okay, this is going to be, a, you know, a long night. It's going to be a long night or whatever. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait on these Twix. I get back to the room the next day. And my Twix gone. And I was like, who the fuck ate my Twix? Who ate Sabrina's Twix? I was like, who ate my Twix? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I was like, Dion was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I got high. (laughs) And I looked at the refrigerator. And the Twix was like, eat me. Eat me. I feel like he's like a man Martin when he was buying the TV. Martin, Martin, Dion, eat me. I mean, she won't be mad. I mean, I, all I could do was offer her an apology. You can offer her a dollar or something to go get another twist. It cost out the vending machine. It cost a lot, Sabrina. I know that. But it was just there. And I ate it. I ate it. My bad. I'm so sorry. I love you, though. I don't see how you're still friends with her, girl. I'm sorry. She don't want to round. Okay. And on that note. <laughs> I love you, Kenitra. If you have, as always, if you have any jokes and secrets you would like to give us, any music, you could hit us up. Email us at where's the lie 19. That's where's with an S 19, the lie 19 at gmail.com. <coughs> And anything else you'd like to say, Dion? Uh, for everyone that hears this before Monday, happy alumni weekend. Let's go party. To like Tala Viga College. Alpha Lara Viga. Let's go get our dollar backs. Hey, y'all shop with me at Alumni Weekend. Oh, yeah. And get it. And Bree. Get them Hennessicles. One for three, two for five. All right. Edible special all weekend, $5. All right. All right. And on that note, we out. Bye-bye.